0: Wrestling is hard where every side is the dark side of the ring. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Hard Number four wrestling. Subscribe and follow, tell your friends. I'm Jim. Brandon, hello. Welcome to this week's show. It's a big build up. Vinny Testaverdi's birthday is on Saturday and so is AW Full Gear. Is that, true? is that what it is Test- on Testa Verde Day? Testa Verde Day, full gear. How you doing? How was your week? I'm good, man.
1: Not too much happened, honestly. Nothing notable. Just running around, baby showers, family stuff. T- taking Aunt Donna to surgery tomorrow. She's got a detached retina, so just nothing that interesting. Detached retina. Exciting stuff over here. I didn't ask. I don't want to know. She's anti-vax, and I don't communicate with her that much. Jesus. But if somebody needs a ride. Uh, I guess I could do that for them. You're
0: you're you're a family man. Good for you. That's yeah. I would have made an excuse up about like I don't want to. Yeah, you know, I'm worried about your health. I might infect you with the coronavirus virus. Well, that's how, 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 how I got out
1: of seeing her for a year.
0: But how many shots have you had so far, Brandon? Are you up to number three yet? I haven't gotten a third one yet. No. I'm triple dosed. And the way I see it now is, if you ain't dosed at this point, and I got three, you're either a fucking asshole, or you're lazy as fuck. And I don't want to kill you.
1: Go ahead. I don't know if you're an idiot or an asshole, but either way, I'm not a fan of it. A <laughs> little bit of everything.
0: And next up, Chris, how are you? I'm well. How are you? I am excellent. How was your week?
2: Uh, I took a ride down to Brandon's favorite place, the Toy Mall, the Noid, Noid the Noid Mall. In, okay. Yeah,
0: I've been waiting for
2: that. In uh, that that town, whatever it's called. Woodbury, uh, Gibbs Town. Woodbury, yeah. I what are your thoughts on, on the on Nerd Mall? Well, that guy's you a cunt. With that guy's a cunt, and his store sucks. <laughs> I'm sorry, I recommended that. <laughs> no, no, I, I yeah. Listen, listen. For me, for it's an adventure. I had nothing to do that day. I don't mind going down but um i I watched him basically demean a woman that was had a baseball card and it was fake. The baseball card was fake, and she couldn't grasp it she was an older woman, and um you know probably had no idea that people faked baseball cards, and she had no idea that you have to send baseball cards to have them graded, and she had no idea that you that grading now on baseball cards because collectibles are a hot commodity since the, since everybody was stuck home for
0: – Pandemics.
2: Yeah, that um, that there's a massive backlog because there's only like one or two companies that grades baseball cards. And this person obviously didn't know that common knowledge that everybody should know. And if you don't know things like that, you must be stupid. I watched her just him just condescend her for about 20 minutes. And then when she left, say audibly, that's 20 minutes of my fucking life. I'll never get back. And at that point, I said to myself, well, I have pretty I have pretty loose morals. So if he had something really cool that was cheap, I still would have given him my money. But um, yeah, it's now it's well for me, it's not for me. I, I. So I'm not a new. I I do like I like new stuff, but it has to be. I'm not a big fan of new toys. There are some things that I'll buy, but most of the stuff is antique stuff or old stuff. Uh, And the other thing is, is it just you know? I mean, kind of having a loose grasp of that kind of that scene. I don't know what the fuck you would call it, but (laughs) I um, I know a little bit. And what he had wasn't great. he had a, a game, his game section and a gaming section and um, a comic book store. And it's just, you know, nobody talked to me. Nobody asked me if I needed anything. I did like three laps in place. I was really kind of just trying to like force it to be cool. And it just wasn't. And then I believe I went to the guy that I normally went to and spent a hundred dollars.
0: Yep. He missed his chance. Brandon, how do oh, well. you feel about that?
2: See, I don't know enough
1: about that shit to know like when it's a good store or not. I was like, oh, I don't run into a lot of places 20 minutes from Chris. I got uh, Reho action figures hanging on the wall. Maybe Heck I'll yeah. kick it over to him. I didn't. Not surprised to see it get brutally roasted though, in in vivid detail. <laughs> so I mean, I didn't like them either. I, tra- I tried to. They were trying to rob me 25% on my uh, old video games. So,
2: well, like like you said, you know that business model of I'll buy it and uh, sit on it. And yeah, that, you know, that, I I believe I believe we know somebody that owns a antique vintage store and he buys and sells. Boom, 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 boom. boom in you. out, in he out, makes, in out.
0: he makes hundred percent off of what he pays, but he pays dirt cheap. So if he pays dirt cheap and he's paying ten bucks or something, he makes twenty off it. Of, you know, that's it. He sells it for twenty, he makes hundred hundred percent. He doesn't pay ten bucks for it and try to sell it for what he thinks it's worth, which some people that's why they have antique stores full of crap. Ten bucks being like a just a number I'm using, probably hundred or two hundred bucks. Right.
1: Like yeah, I think you know pr- part of me wants to do that as a job. I think it's kind of fun to like get into flipping stuff that you're interested in. So I n- nobly was like, well, maybe I'll kick it over to these guys. It's probably a light-hearted store. They're just dealing in magic cards and and comic books, but no, is I guess. People are more miserable in that world than I expected.
0: So. And also, there's no nobility. There's, there's no noble nature in that, that business. Chris, I wanted to ask you a question. Um, growing up in Northeast Philadelphia, perhaps you remember a place called Allied Hobbies at the Roosevelt Mall. Do you remember that place? We might have lost Chris here. He just didn't. Froze, froze.
2: I know. I keep getting kicked. Skype is not my friend.
0: It's all good. I can hear you now.
2: Yeah. Okay. Uh, what were you asking about the Roosevelt Mall? I caught the end of that.
0: Um, a little place called Allied Hobbies in Roosevelt Mall. Have you ever been there?
2: Uh, oh, I, I've been that one and the new one. Well, the you, other one.
0: Do you remember the guy that used to work there? He was—I uh, believe he was He's the bar- son of the owner. They used to he fight all in the my time. Brain. Yeah. Um, he had like a, like a wine stain birthmark on his face. Pretty—I mean, I would say that that's not his fault, but the rest of his physique and looks were all his fault you know and attitude washcloth uh perhaps some deodorant maybe you know a walk outside once in a while were Um, you there the time that i uh had a little conversation with him i think so yeah i believe so would you like this is
2: an honest i believe so i really don't remember you're gonna have to refresh my memory but i vaguely remember this
0: he was being condescending to a kid And I was in there with either you or another family member, a good friend of ours. And as he was yelling at the kid, I walked up to him, looked him straight in the face. And I said, I don't fucking like you. You don't have any right to talk to anybody like that, you disgusting piece of shit. And his his face got stoned. He got stone-faced and terrified. And then we just walked out and left. And I never (laughs) went back. I never went back.
2: And I believe.
0: Go ahead, Chris. Maybe you remember a little more than I do.
2: No, but I believe he had a nickname, which I'm sure is not flattering. And I can't remember what it was.
0: Pig face or something. I don't remember. Something.
2: I don't remember what it was, but I do. Re- I don't know if I was there or if I heard the story secondhand, but I do remember the story. Now that you yeah, said it was,
0: that it was one of the situations where the guy was being was being a complete fucking asshole, and people in there are just used to him being a fucking asshole. And I stopped. What we were probably in like, I don't know, model Star Trek or something like that. We were in that corner, of the, and I walked over to the person I was with. And I was like, "I'm leaving now," and I left them and walked right to him and just <laughs> calmly berating the man uh, to his face i wonder if he ever learned a lesson probably the, not the moral of the story is that that's the kind of person that's in those places That's the kind of person that runs those type of places they're fucking crumbs brandon thought it's like that? comic book guy comic book guy so they the are, they're, real. That come, they're real yeah
2: <laughs> well i mean let's be realistic nobody comes up with these stereotypes especially on the like those simpsons type stereotypes nobody comes up with them out of thin air they came from think, something. It wasn't, think, it wasn't like he was like, hmm, I think guys that own com- – never been in a comic book store in my life, but I think I'll make this guy act like this. No. No.
0: <laughs> Fuck comic book. Yeah. J- Jimmy, yeah, you're pretty. big on uh, getting your money's worth on the way out, at least young Jimmy Oh, absolutely. Was. I love s- taking my dick out and slapping somebody in the face with it when I'm on my way out
2: uh I'm I, I i he'll tell you no but i'm pretty sure that young jimmy old jimmy that guy's still inside of there somewhere and oh, if we push better, the right, right button he okay. and when he comes out now because he hasn't been out for a good 10 years maybe more when he comes out it's gonna be really really either good or bad depending on what way you look at it
0: now the last time it came it came out was when i had the uh heroin addict neighbor's
2: Oh, yes. That they used to
0: just experience. harass me all the time because, I mean, I I did decide to post them fighting in the middle of the street on social media, and then it got back to them somehow. I know how, and that person is to blame, <laughs> but uh, it got back to them, and uh, they harassed me for years, and eventually I just – we were moving out, I think. I forget what the fuck was going on, but I had had enough, and this woman used to call me out. I'd come out and call me fat. And ugly, and all these weird, childish insults. So she was standing in the doorway, and I'd had enough, and I just went, "Why don't you just go get a fucking job?" And man, she lost her shit. She called her husband. Her husband came home. I would like to say that I helped, almost killed them. Not personally, <laughs> I didn't do it. The drugs did, but I, think I, I think I pushed. I think I pushed them out the off the building. Thank you very much. Don't fuck with me. There you go. R.I.P. Still alive by the way. Brandon, thoughts on that? Yeah, I'm I'm getting a little almost overzealous
1: just waiting to for a, to righteously destroy somebody. I think I'm also festering. We got six weeks left in the year. of No mercy here, and I'm waiting for the right so. person to unload listen,
2: on. Listen, I, yeah. let me explain something to you. It doesn't end. With the year of no mercy
0: is this a, hold on Chris is already... 2021 like the fuse that lit the decade of no mercy what do you mean I I think like this is 2021, the beginning of it? this is the beginning of it and it's going to well, run until 2031 or whenever the world ends which so could be tomorrow
2: so uh, <laughs> I've uh, we've just me and somebody else have decided that um, 2021 was the year of no
0: mercy no mercy yes yeah 2022.
2: It's total annihilation. Oh, total. total So it's just getting worse. Yeah.
1: (laughs) And it's all downhill for me.
2: And, you know, the philosophy of the year of no mercy is I'm fucking sick of it. Mm -hmm. And I don't care if you get mad. Go fuck yourself. Mm -hmm. I'm done. And I don't have to worry about. It's not a thing where it's like, you know, I don't say racist and homophobic and sexist shit.
0: Don't say it now, please.
2: No. So it's not. You know, I don't want it to be misconstrued as this philosophy of "you're not allowed to say anything anymore." No,
0: anti woke. That's what you're talking about.
2: It's just I'm just sick of fucking everybody and everything, and I think everybody should know.
0: And that's, that's it. it. You have a. And if I.
2: You have if a platform to it, do it. Yeah, and if I. Find, and if I find it funny, I ain't gonna feel bad about laughing at it anymore.
0: Uh, Brandon, I have a question for you. I just started. Season ten, I believe, of Curb Your Enthusiasm. How are you caught up on this show, Brandon? I haven't. No. Is there a new
1: season like a- actively on right now, or is that just the latest one before? I, I think there is, but
0: we were way behind, so I just started the first. Episode. I might have watched the last okay. season if it was like so, two years ago. Okay, so first, if this reminds you for the first episode, is Larry David doesn't want anybody sitting next to him in places, so he wears a MAGA hat everywhere. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. I just watched the. So you watched all that. You watched that season, right? Yeah. Whenever it was, a year or two ago. I, I, all right. I highly recommend anybody that actually likes to laugh like uncontrollably to check the show out. I'm not going to spoil anything, but I just watched the episode where the inventor's dog's name is Adolf. <laughs> uh, oh my fucking god! I was in tears laughing. It was so fucking funny. It's the same episode where uh, uh, Jeff's wife, Susie, is having a surprise birthday party for him. And Chris Martin from Coldplay is there for some reason. It's ridiculous. Brandon, does this ring a bell at all?
1: The only thing I can remember from that season, if we're talking about the same thing, is like the Mocha Joe saga.
0: Mocha Joe, that's what it is. Mocha Joe and Latte Larry versus Latte Larry. Yeah, Latte
1: Larry. Latte
0: Larry won't put any uh, toilets in his bathroom because if you want to defecate, you can go somewhere else. (laughs) speaking of uh what chris was just talking about that's that show's a little no mercy that's pretty fucking funny that's
2: that's the way i'm you know it's like i think everybody i think one of the reasons why that show is so goddamn funny and successful is because everybody's that dude oh i'm not any of those dudes (laughs) i mean there's a there's a piece of everybody that's like there's you can relate to that character
0: well, I think it's more it's of taken to an extreme. I think it's more of a no one should ever relate to that character, and that's why it's superposter.
2: What's that? I, I don't know, man. I I, I disagree. I He's think absolutely it's absolutely
0: despicable.
2: It's, yeah. Well, hold on. Let me let me let me rephrase what I'm saying. It highlights horrible negative characteristics that we all have, and we know that we have them. Not maybe not all of them, but we all know that we have those things deep down in the blackest, darkest reaches of our soul. Yeah, I'm not that far away from
1: Larry David's shitty principles, to be honest. I
2: just suppress it. And it doesn't mean, you know, it doesn't mean like I said, like you know, when I was saying I don't say certain things not because they're not you shouldn't say them, but because I'm not a fucking scumbag. You don't act on those impulses. They make you're still gonna have them. You don't act on them because you're not a fucking scumbag.
0: Stay away from stereotypes, listeners. Shall we move on? We could just keep complaining if you want. If you want to talk anybody about got any, any other no, gripes? I think there's going to be more complaining. There's going to be plenty of complaining. Well, we right just
2: right. started. No, I, I was telling Jimmy last night. We just started. I started watching that show from the beginning because my wife never saw it. Oh, she's cringed. She can't get – because they're yelling, you know, especially at the beginning where they don't have that format quite down yet. It is rough.
0: Oh, my God. This season, the season I'm watching – there are scenes where they're just straight up screaming at each other. Good. And then they I go. Can't wait. I look up. Uh, well, and then like right after they start screaming, they both sit down and be like, "So we're we going golfing later? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll see you later." Okay. I'm well, right
2: that's there. in the in the first season he's arguing with Richard Lewis in the first episode, and he says he says, "I want Richard Lewis says I want you to call me by sundown." Larry David goes sundown. Who are you, Gary Cooper? And he starts laughing. He goes, "Okay, okay, that was." It's out-of-control lamp. And he goes, okay, okay, I'll give you that. That was funny, but still.
0: Richard, Richard Lois in the one episode goes – he says um, – because Larry – I'm not going to – I want people to go watch this, and then we'll talk about it. Larry 1.4 this girl breaks out with Richard Lois because of Larry. And um, he says, you know, I, re- I really, uh, I I, really, really like that girl. I thought we were going to have children and we would have children. And I finally have a child. And Larry goes, have children. You're 200 years old. And I was in fucking tears. <laughs> You're 200 years old. It was so good. <laughs> Let's move over that. People, go, go watch it. We can talk on about it. that.
1: Show. Rest in peace. Yeah. Who's dead? Go ahead.
0: Who died? Marty
1: Funkhauser, Bob Einstein. Uh, yeah. His son is he in it now.
0: Ridiculous on that show. It's, uh, what's his name? Uh, the guy from Swingers is his son now on the show. Oh, okay. Do you know what I'm talking about? Favreau? No, the other guy.
2: Vince Vaughn.
0: Vince Vaughn. Yeah, that's that. Oh, really? Oh, okay. He plays Funkhauser's son, and he acts just like how Funkhauser did, without the voice. But he's got the same mindset. He does the same stupid shit that Funkhauser would do. Too funny. Funkhauser's in China, and he found a wife on the show. That's how they explained him off the show. Okay. He's still alive. (laughs) <laughs> good job very funny very funny don't get too upset about the jokes they're fucking hilarious All right, where do we start how about big news this week Vince McMahon and the WWE have made 256 million in earnings not bad and they almost 30 minutes later announced that they've released I'm gonna go through. I'm gonna go through this list okay because we're gonna talk about the list in a minute Keith Lee, Frankie Monet, a.k.a. Ty Valkyrie, Ember Moon, Chris's favorite wrestler, Karrion Cross, Chris's other favorite wrestler, Scarlett Bordeaux, my favorite wrestler, Grand Metalique, Nia Jax, Harry Smith, definitely Brandon's favorite wrestler, Mia Yim, Eva Marie, Hit Rose B Fab, Oni Lorkin, and Lindsay Dorado, we're going to come back to Lindsay Dorado in a couple minutes. All right, Brandon, I'll let you go first. Has Cut. there been a professional wrestler that the WWE fucked up worse than Keith Lee?
1: Bray, maybe, but Jesus,
0: they—I I
1: haven't watched Bearcat Lee. I don't know if he that character was just not getting over, but my God, yeah, I, you could just feel Vince just being like, he's out of shape. Too He's fat. fat. I don't want him on the main roster.
0: I don't get it. Chris, thoughts?
2: Carrying cross. I, they I, I, him up I honestly
0: never liked carrying cross. Maybe I'm alone in that. I like <laughs> the get I like the uh entrance with Scarlett Bordeaux, but I never liked carrying Okay,
2: yeah. so let's look let's look at it that way. You this is a wrestler that you didn't really get into or didn't like, and then you did like one thing about this guy that you didn't like, and the first thing they did was get rid of that one thing that somebody that didn't like that wrestler liked.
0: Yeah, they split him up. That was smart.
2: <laughs> and then they put him in SM gear.
0: He looked like Shredder from uh, Teenage Mutant. like ago.
2: Shredder meets Ax and Smash. Yes, it's very strange. Um, and that's not I'm not an ad I'm not advocating for carrying cross. I'm just saying I looked at a guy that they they brought in the NXT. He was a pretty big deal when it was a pretty big deal when they brought him in, coming from Impact. They brought him in the NXT. They immediately put him on the top of the card. He was only there for about a. year. He got hurt, which extended his kind of his NXT run. And then they kicked him up to the main card. They used him for like two weeks. They made him lose to Jeff Hardy, right? And then they fucking booted him. You never saw him again.
0: Let me make I I don't
2: know how. Mu- I'm, I'm sorry, let me just say, I, yeah. I don't know how much they used him, because I didn't watch.
0: No, so we were done at that fair. point.
2: Let's be fair. Uh,
0: I gotta say, he was his. He was dead on arrival, and one of the main reasons he was dead on arrival is right before they sent him up to the main roster, they had Adam Cole absolutely destroy him in a fucking promo, where he basically just called him out for everything that no one likes him about, and it made everybody else realize it. Like, they gave you all the fancy shit, and I never got that, and I still am the best wrestler, and it was just like... Whoa, this is a little too close to home. <laughs> like this is everything that everybody doesn't like about Kyrian Cross and loves about Adam Cole in one promo. Brandon, get thoughts.
1: Yeah, I think we've been spot on with each round of these because the more people that get cut, the more it looks like, uh, one, they're gearing up to sell this thing, and two, they're just fucking over Triple H. I, I wouldn't be surprised to see him leave. I guess he had a some kind of. I don't know if it was a heart attack or what. He
0: has some kind of coronary he's been issue. Out.
1: Yeah. He's been out for months now. And they're just you know, continually destroying all of his work for the past couple of years. Everybody that he spent, him and Shawn Michaels invested time in, they're just getting rid of. So what a waste of time for him. I can't imagine he's feels like coming back to work after whatever he just
0: went through with this coronary event. If I go through the list real quick, um... So Keith Lee, I guess he and Mia Yim, I think, contracted COVID at one point early in the year. And then he dealt with an injury. She got called up. She was in retribution. So you get in a situation where they're—I think—they were kind of a package. If you're letting one go, the other one's going anyway. Um, Frankie Monet on one th- Frankie Monet and Harry Smith are fucking confusing because okay, you sign Frankie Monet, you bring her in here. She's probably the hottest name in impact at the time they bring her in she's with you know john Morrison's her husband she was only on tv i think maybe a handful of times and then she's gone maybe she was making too much money ember moon ember moon and chris's i know chris chris had valid points on reasons not to like ember moon she did seem like like a, a a person pretending to be a wrestler at times an athlete pretending to be a wrestler at times it was almost like cosplay for her so it seemed like she was miss on a lot of things. Um, Grand Metallique, whatever. Nia Jax, I don't get Nia Jax. Now there's rumors that she was anti-vax and that's why she got fired, but I I don't see that. This is pro wrestling. The fuck do I care? Right. You know. And also I said I had mentioned Harry Smith, but Harry Smith I guess he gets signed and he got hurt right away and then they just let him go. But there's some of them that are absolutely baffling, like B Fab from Hit Row, the really tall woman. She was fucking awesome and didn't even do anything with her. I, I, I don't get this. She couldn't have been making that much money. It must have been some kind of backstage shit. That's the weird thing about this is that like, we're like we just left to guess what happened. WWE's not going to say anything. They might talk shit on talent through storyline. Like, hint, hint, nudge, nudge. It's all up to us listening to people got fired. You got to take that with a grain of salt. But Keith Lee, man. Keith Lee has got to be the biggest fucking botch that they've had on talent. Like, that dude... That fucking moment at the Royal Rumble, him versus Brock Lesnar, was absolutely amazing. Chris, go ahead. It's yeah. it's your turn, Chris. Go ahead. Uh the only
2: thing I would say about Keith Lee is that um the one detriment that he had, and it's a massive detriment, is he was an absolute dog shit promo. He was horrible.
0: Yeah, well, he was he's horrible, he was horrible he was on the mic. Bro- I
2: wouldn't say he was horrible
0: on the mic. I would say yeah. he's just got it's a just, slow
2: delivery thing. I, I, I said he's I said before a while back that he speaks like Aliens think humans speak like, like, if you ever if you ever I, I caught one today, hey, keep your eyes open for it. If you're listening to it, or, or or if you guys are watching TV and they'll air a commercial for the US versus Mexico in a World Cup qualifier match. And they have the voiceover guys, obviously not American.
0: He's well, but he's speak- and he's but he's I think he's the United States versus America. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. He, and he, but he sounds like he's speaking
2: English like he thinks Americans speak. I did say the United States versus America, which is I he didn't hear that, but whatever. We went with it. Who cares? It was like the senator in Shin Godzilla.
0: Yes. <laughs> That's just what I thought. He's allergic to missiles. Or whatever the fuck the guy said.
2: Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I don't know. Um, Naya. Who? Who? That was weird. Yeah. That's the one that really. Everybody, I to me, but, like, I I heard or I saw, I can't remember, where they had, at some point, they had, like, over 100 people working there. And, like, 90% of that 100 never made it to television.
0: Right. They st- Duke Wellington is still, he's plays a gambler now on the next day, 2.0. Yes, I know. I know. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. So this is what we're doing. You're going to let go of all these guys that, that Trips brought in. And you're going to have gimmick guys. You got a fucking Italian dude with an, hey, Gobblegool accent. You got a gambler. <laughs> Where is. Oh, please, please bring back Doink the Clown. Please. I love to Doink the Clown. Please.
2: I mean, if you're going to do
0: it, do it. Gobbly Gooker. Brandon got and- Okay. Yeah, Brandon God. Yeah, Nia surprised me the most. I thought she would be
1: WWE for life.
0: She's a fucking um, star, and she's The Rock's cousin. Like they don't ever get let go. Right. Um,
1: I I don't know where she'll go. I think AEW should definitely sign Keith Lee. They, right, we're gonna talk they're probably their one bit. their one problem at the top is diversity. Uh, not that that's why he needs to be signed, but uh, what, what makes it feel like a chip in to me. Um, I, the nxt guys didn't surprise me is not much just because it's been a trend that everybody that hunter's been working on they're just dumping for one reason or another and uh i don't know if it's going to be disney or, or is trying to buy this or who it's going to be it has to be somebody big usually when you're trying to Could buy be comcast company, universal they, yeah so my theory on this is that so comcast and disney are like splitting hulu i think they're trying to make one conglomerate streaming service that's like disney plus hulu espn plus wwe network and just have one giant thing together that they're that uh people are like forced to pay for at that point they're covering a a wide enough scope of people uh but usually for a sale there's things in place that if you're trying to make your like profits higher artificially by distorting your business there's usually things in place to prevent that from happening. Like mm-hmm. You can't just dump 80% of your roster so it looks like you're more profitable so they pay you a higher price while you're tanking the show. So I'm a little bit confused what's going on here. I don't know if they're trying to make this strictly like children's television uh, at this point, but it's become weird where the AEW's roster is, is pretty filled out. There's a lot of just unemployed wrestlers.
0: Now Ring of Honor is gone. I don't know where some of these people are going to go. I uh to to your point about Keith Lee going to AW um I can't imagine AW signing anyone else big in 2020 at least for a while. And the only reason I say that is they're in a situation where like they're like they ordered they got a, a fillet, right? They got a steak in Keith Lee, right? Beautifully cooked, medium rare, fucking exquisite Kobe beef flown in and Keith Lee sitting in their lap that they could sign. They were too busy stuffing their fucking face with Bobby Fishes and uh, uh, the fucking guy, the guy that was on TV when, what's his name, I was broke his neck. They're jamming him in their face. Tony Nieces. They're eating too many Tony Nieces. And when it comes down to it, they ain't got no fucking room for the Keith Lee. I think they signed too many fucking bums. Exactly they got too saying. many bums. They they went to the Brazilian steakhouse and got full at the salad bar. Right. They didn't wait for the entree, and now the entree's here and they blew it. I mean, you know, we talked about it last night last week. There might be a Bray Wyatt on the table this weekend. How many? Big but did they? That's yeah, the question. we don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it just took, the thing is, is that they don't have enough hours on. They can sign as many dudes as they want. They don't have enough hours on television to put them all on TV. Like Tony kind of be like, oh, I got two. I'm a billionaire. I can just sign whoever I want. Yeah, but if I ain't watching them, what the fuck do I give a shit, right? Chris, thoughts?
2: Yeah, well, to your point, at the end of the day, these guys, and it's the same thing with them. A lot of them working for WWE. <clears throat> at the end of the day, the day, these guys do this for a reason. It's not to sit in the back and collect a paycheck. And you want to perform. That's why you do it. You know what I mean? So. You know, even to go to AEW and then never get used or be used sparingly, or to be on a YouTube show that nobody watches, they don't want to do that. The only thing that comes out of this that I hope comes out of this is that, you know, if you take like you say, where are they going to go? Everybody discounts the fact that there is going to be a returning indie scene at some point. Yeah, there will. And they're all going to yeah. dump into that. If you have, at 2300 Arena, Nia Jax versus Taya Valkyrie, just throwing people out there, and Karrion Cross or Killer Cross versus Keith Lee, that building will sell out. You know what I mean? So they'll be able to make money. There's going to be money to make. They're just not going to have storylines, and they're not going to get a lot of television exposure. But there's money out there to be made for these guys.
0: Speaking of indies, I- if you check, I just sent you guys uh, an image. Um, are we going to the show (laughs) I just got these in the bar stack of them (laughs) live for for our wrestling Bloodstorm 2 Lucifuge (laughs) Sunday November 21st in Williamstown New Jersey any interest
2: look at these guys uh well, I mean, considering I know not
0: one. It looks like Leatherface is on there, although it's not the original Leatherface. Is it Leatherface or it's, is that it looks like a knockoff um junior a knock... Uh it looks like Ethan Page, but like goth version of Ethan Page on there.
2: I see hand taped hand taped I... skinny cactus jack yeah. on there. <laughs> I see up even, yeah up top. Even got... uglier, even uglier than the original Bobby Fish, Bobby Fish on the right hand side, third from the top. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No. With the black towel around his neck, we got uh Denny Garcia, Dennis Garcia's
0: <laughs> Denny's Garcia. <Yeah. laughs> no, Moon over my handy Garcia. We have, but that is uh, to your point, this is yeah, the returning indies. They're coming. Three this just three... showed up.
2: Two down from uh, Denny's Garcia, we have um, Darby Gangrel on there. You have uh, Phony Lorkin, top right. <laughs> all right, we're done. I'm done looking at
0: this. This looks like a fake poster. Yeah, it does. I've, I put it all over the bar. I got about 20 of them. I put them everywhere because I think they're hilarious. Not Blood sport, but Bloodstorm. Bloodstorm 2, well, Lucifuge, the the, the Danzig and- album.
2: Wait a minute. It's Danzig's hands clutching the. Yeah,
0: it's from the album cover. Oh,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. They just cut out the rest of it. It's just his hands. Nice.
0: So, nice. anyway, R- RIP, Keith Lee, your career was cool. We'll never see you again, right? Now we'll definitely see him again. Personally, I never saw him before, and I ain't going to miss him. I did. In my dreams. okay let's move on um so we talked about um Lindsay dorado so this is something that popped up on twitter so chris you get to enjoy some twitter drama because you're not on twitter yeah so chris are you familiar and uh, give us give the listeners a little history on your um love for bailey super fan izzy oh she's the (laughs) pits
2: explain why i got with a rotten with a rotten parents that oh her rotten parents
0: sh- there yeah. we go okay yeah. her, parents so, are her parents decided to sign her up for a school wrestling school i think she was 14 years old this is a few years ago i think she's 18 now and uh she was getting chokeslammed and stuff and the guys from msk one of the guys from msk called her out like was just like called her parents out And they basically said like I can't believe, like, you would do this, put your kids, like, through this. It's unsafe. You got a young kid around fucking creepy, greasy old men. Like, this isn't cool. So when MSK came to NXT, because apparently the parents of Izzy have pulled with the NXT universe, they had, they formed, like, a faction to boo MSK. MSK the Babyfaces. So, recently, uh, we don't watch a uh, NXT, so this is all I'm not about to start. Um, they were booing MSK at the command of the Supreme Leaders, Izzy's parents. The fans were. Brandon, you know all about this, right?
1: I know absolutely nothing
0: about this. Oh, okay, this. Good. good. Good, good. I'm learning as you guys are
1: talking. <laughs> good, good, good.
0: So... Um, he, uh so it became a thing, and everybody started attacking the parents and saying they were pieces of shit. And of course, there's all those weird people on Twitter that'll attack the kid, who has no control over any of this. It's like, leave the fucking kid out of this. Go after the parents if you're going to go after people. But um when Lindsay Dorado got released, the father said he was going to go ahead and make fun of Lindsay Dorado. So Lindsay Dorado is like, oh, yo, what's up, dad of Izzy, you piece of shit. I got I'm going to be you want to talk about this I'm going to be <laughs> I'm going to be at this show the specific show and he t- he's like took a picture of the fucking show and he's like I got two tickets for you and he showed two p- tickets for you and he took a picture of a parking pass and a parking pass you come backstage you tell him I sent you and we can have a conversation Izzy's dad gone deleted from the universe he no longer exists in Twitter. Ladies and gentlemen, Twitter, Twitter drama for you. Brandon, thoughts?
1: I love it.
2: I do,
0: bring too. It right to your
1: door, bring it
0: right to your doorstep, and he's d- deleted from the universe. He's gone. He's like a, a like a puff of smoke. Somebody got called out on the Internet. A goodbye. Chris, would you ever do that to somebody? On the Internet? In life. Make fun them? of them to come 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 tell
2: you're fucking right i would (laughs) i bet you like that story now i saw it with you i i yeah fuck that dude fuck that dude talk about somebody who thinks they're way more important than they really fucking are because their kid got famous well you know not famous but you know had some relatively small degree of notoriety uh, because they went to a wrestling show and sat in the front row. And if you remember in those early days of NXT, and when I say like when it started steamrolling, so not super early days, it was the same people all the time because they were taping television shows. And they were all in the same spot because they were taping television shows. But, yeah, I, fuck, fuck that guy.
0: I One of the greatest moments in NXT history involves Izzy. It's when mm-hmm. Sasha Banks took her headband off during the and Iron cried. Man match. And she cried. It was fucking amazing. The down part of the downfall of the fun of NXT was when they became self-aware of the fans. They started dancing in the crowd because they knew they were gonna be on TV. They didn't give a shit about the match. They're just doing, putting themselves over. And then that one really big guy that wouldn't shut the fuck up the whole show would be front row screaming in the heels' faces and stuff. I've seen him at AEW shows. And I've talked to other guys that would be like, yo, man, that motherfucker shows up at Philly for like an NXT or an, or an AW show. I'm going to punch him in his face if he doesn't shut the fuck up. This man's like 6'5 and doesn't sit down. He's blocking kids and shit from watching the show. Do you know who I'm talking about, Chris?
2: I have no idea. I, I, I'm i sure if you showed it to me, I'd remember, but it's Kinda been a while ball. since I saw him.
0: He looks like the kind of guy that would wear, like he wears a soccer jersey, but he definitely looks like the kind of guy that wears a polyester synthetic soccer jersey and doesn't wear deodorant. Just danks us all up with his dank stank <laughs> you know what i'm talking about brandon that guy
2: i like football
1: night no, i can i don't know that specific guy but yeah i know exactly <laughs> the pole
2: polyester soccer jersey yeah. <laughs> what is he wait tim can you repeat for our listeners what what does he say <laughs> i like football
0: that was that's my best <laughs> british sorry <laughs> sorry about that british listeners that's you
2: yeah, I, I think I think the major. It, just back to your point, the major uh, when the decline of NXT started, it was after NXT. It was really after Brooklyn won. Yeah, and then that was it, man. It just went fucking downhill when they over, when they kind of I don't want to say hijacked the show, but when they made their presence known at that Brooklyn show, and then I went to Ring of Honor in Brooklyn two weeks later, and they were trying to do it at the Ring of Honor show that you know nobody was ever going to see other than the people there and um yeah and it just seemed like you know it, it that behavior just went through the roof from that show on it kind of kind of leveled off when that generation of nxt talent moved on
0: yeah i think they also um it became a more expensive ticket yeah and once it became a more expensive ticket than only certain people could go or maybe they were regulating who was coming in and out. Because it seemed like they had a rotation of people at the after that point. Although that giant smelly man that loved football it was always there at every show. Oh love like football.
2: I love Kick football. Kick the ball. Break win. Break go win. No, they don't.
0: That's my British. Thank you. <laughs> you want some more Twitter drama? Yeah, give it to me. Twitter drama. Twitter drama. Twitter drama. Do you know a little man named... Chris Jericho. You guys I ever heard, heard of him? Brandon, you ever hear I Chris heard...
1: Jericho? Uh from, is that the guy from Fozzie and the Jericho cruise and the, the Talk Is Jericho
0: podcast? He's the he's the, the world famous Talk Is Jericho podcast.
2: Wait, no, which guy is that on in Fozzie? The guy with the hair plugs?
0: No, that's the other guy with the hair plugs. Oh, okay. No, one guy has hair plugs, the other guy has a hedgehog on his head. It's okay. the guy with the hedgehog. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I got gotcha. you. I we know. saw them at the the burrito uh, picnic. It was Casadia oh. <laughs> the ta- the Quinciera. That's where we saw that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, I mean, we'll dive into it now. I was gonna bring it up during AEW, but um, Calisto uh, Kalis- of Lucha House Party fame. He was released by WWE, I think, over the summer. He did a match in AW, and then he tweeted that he was so glad to have finally honored his friend John, meaning that guy that died. What's his name again? John Huber. Oh, John Huber, that guy that died, Um, but he misspelled John. He had an H. Chris Jericho took it upon himself. Chris Jevico took it upon himself point out that he misspelled his name and then john huber's wife decided to chime in and say if you're gonna honor my fought fa- my husband you better spell his name right and i watched a woman who was couldn't have been a bigger baby face suddenly become a big <laughs> piece of shit <laughs> it was amazing brandon thoughts weird
1: just that's all i got just very weird i don't know Chris Jericho has rapidly become a piece of shit, and it's pretty obvious whether you're watching his promos or you follow him online or listen to his podcast. He's taking every opportunity to to swing as low as possible here. So uh, I don't get it. I, I It has to be something backstage. Right. There's context to this that, that we're
0: missing. But regardless, what the fuck? Just shut the fuck up. Don't talk about it. His wife, uh, Huber's wife, said, If you're going to name drop my husband, the last thing is at least learn how to spell his name. Bitch. She didn't say that last part, but. Chris, thoughts?
2: Yeah, fuck you. That's all.
0: Who, me? (laughs) What did I do? No, not
2: you. Him. Him. I'm just reporting. Jericho is, um, (laughs) Jericho's lost his mind. Nah. Fucking hair plugs have grown into his fucking brainstem. And fucking, (laughs) I don't, I don't. Yo, you want to know something? If I saw John Huber's wife was knocking at my back door right now, I wouldn't even know it was her. No, I don't fucking care about her. I don't give a shit.
0: Fucking Rochester white trash fucking piece of shit. Fuck.
2: (laughs) Who cares about any of them? Fuck them. God damn it.
0: I just don't get the point of it.
2: Just go watch. What's it? If you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. Or get a podcast and right. Get a
1: podcast and get playing.
0: That's
2: what we're doing. Yeah.
1: Usually, when somebody close to you dies, yes. the one thing that you get from that is a little bit of perspective, right? And somehow we didn't we didn't get here that here. That's what's surprising <laughs> to me. She's just still very petty about nonsensical details.
0: Oh, another thing that happened. Um, this Ooh, past can I week... just add something real? Yeah, quick go ahead. we're going to talk really about, sh- we're going to talk something... shit on shitty moms. Yeah, go ahead.
2: Yeah, something really shitty and really nasty too that I'll say. I mean, you know, John Hubert dies. And in the grand yeah, scheme. Dead. Yeah, he's dead. In the grand scheme of wrestling, the history of professional wrestling, he doesn't even fucking register.
0: Jeez, he doesn't. Yo, yo, So many people are going to be pissed because you said that. Cause John Huber, I don't give a shit. John Hubert was a fucking saint. You don't understand. What, we didn't know. What year is it? We didn't know. It's the year of no mercy.
2: Yeah, right. As a fan and all the wrestling that I've watched in my life. He don't register. Sorry.
0: You mean the Blood Brothers or whatever the fuck he was a member of? The
2: Bludgeon Brothers and the Wyatt family and all that stuff. It's all flashing a pen.
0: <laughs> <Lose-a-fuge. two>, <laughs> lose a few. Dancing too. Lose a few. Lose a few.
2: That's all the back guys.
0: That's what it's called. It's called <laughs> lose a few. Yo, John Huber's wife. Go lose a few. All
2: right, let's fuck. move on. Fuck. Um, Shitting on the poor guy. Giving your husband like credit for helping him at some point in his career you fucking don't even know his fucking name you way didn't... to try to stay relevant guess what you did two memorial shows now you might get on AEW television once a year way to stay relevant i hope they do keep myself out there they won't
0: they love him that fucking fucking, front,
2: slapping with fucking shit like, yeah i love this bitch whoa whoa, whoa. <laughs> chill, chill,
0: chill. all right um one thing that happened in uh we'll never see is in Liverpool this weekend Walter wrestled Cesaro and we'll never see it thoughts Brandon probably one of the few matches that uh
1: happened last week I actually would like to check out and that's the one that I'll miss when we got 19 hours of of garbage coming across the airwaves <laughs>
0: I, think, I definitely believe that Vince has never seen Walter's physical body, because if he saw them titties, he'd be like, no way, you can't be on my roster. Go join uh, Keith Lee and, and, and dismiss them. Chris, thoughts? Well, who would want to watch that match? I Walter mean, and know. Cesaro? Yeah, well, who would it... want
2: to see that? It's also like, who would want to watch Cesaro I and mean, make it see where he's, why he's at where he's at? It's not like the fans get excited every time he's involved in something. And then he just mysteriously drops off the face of the fucking earth for six months and then comes back and everybody gets excited about it. It's not like that happens.
0: But Chris, he has an accent. He can't be on TV all the time. He has an accent.
2: Fuck this old fuck. I hope hope he sells it.
0: I hope he dies. And then Um, then Thor comes
2: into the ring and Gamera and then they'll be fighting after he sells it to Disney.
0: Oh, yeah. Marvel
2: Comics and.
0: I like yeah. that is in there. Well, I don't know why Gamera is I in
2: don't there. I don't know because the Marvel movies. I just thought. Of
0: is he in daughter. it? Is Gamora a Marvel? No, not,
2: oh I'll, Gamora, not Gamera. Oh, not the uh, turtle. I wish. Uh, I wish it, was, I
0: wish the it was a flying turtle. That's okay. Samoa Joe. Speaking of Gamora,
2: Gamera. they fired him.
0: Let's talk about Japan because Japan, they have new quarantine rules. If you have a work visa, you only have to quarantine for three days. Does this excite you? Does this excite you, Brandon? The Forbidden Door. It's opening. It's
1: now only three days away.
0: All right, let me piss all over it. Ready? So Shibata comes out, and He's he's in interviews, and he says that he's not a cleared for ring, in-ring competition except for exhibitions. So we're not getting him in a match anytime soon, unless that's a work. Chris, thoughts? Work. You think so?
2: Why would you say it?
0: Yeah, why, why you even talk it? about it?
2: Why even talk about it?
0: Right. Makes sense. Also, released Best of Super Juniors, the lineup. Here we go. This is our build to Wrestle Kingdom, a.k.a. We got nothing for two months because we burned it all out in G1, so we got Best of Super Juniors coming up. I'm going to give you the names. Tell me if any of this excites you. Remember, quarantine is up. Three days, you can bring people in as long as they have a work visa. You ready for this? Ryusuke Taguchi, Mr. 69.
2: Always exciting.
0: Master Wado, Brandon. Master wado's in it. Robbie Eagles. Yo. <laughs> That's his name. People listening, I don't know. His name is Yo. Hiromu Takahashi. Bushi. El Desperado, who just won the title, by the way. He's the um, junior... Champ, he beat Robbie Eagles at the last pay per view. Yoshinobu Kanemaru, Doki, 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 Taiji Ishimori, El Fantasmo, and Sho. So no one is coming in. <laughs> Brandon thoughts. Thank God
1: we've got a Japan, man, because I will not be covering that. You you're like a solo show
0: for me. I <laughs> will not be watching any of this. Trust me, I will not. I'll watch the final. That's about it. I don't even think it's a final. I think it's points-based. I don't think we get a final. Let's do the last two. Hold on. Let me look real quick. I think maybe the guys with the highest points might face off in the final. Winner usually faces um the champ at Wrestle Kingdom, So we'll see how that goes. Nothing exciting about that. How about World Tag League? World Tag League started. Are they announced the contestants? Biggest Keep news out of this, mind you. Tag League sucks. Biggest news out of this, Naito comes out. Naito's back. He's back in the business. Where he's no longer hurt. Magically, steroids, whatever he's taken. He's Stem in cells. Stem cell search.
2: Monocloidal antibodies.
0: Ooh, what is that? Is that something I don't know?
2: Yeah, it's the new. Covid treatment that's going to be coming out.
0: Oh, it's not the uh, horse tranquilizer,
2: The uh, horse I'm not dewormer.
0: getting into that.
2: I'm not getting into that.
0: Why? Why not? It's fun. No. Let's talk about that's, it. That's, that's What about the what about the satanic sacrifices that happened that's... after a world, Chris? You don't want to talk about that?
2: That I'll <laughs> talk about, but I'm not going to talk about the horse tranquilizer.
0: You got anything uh, on the that
2: horse? The horse dewormer because
0: there was that's... there's <laughs> eight there was eight flames, Chris. Eight deaths. It's not a coincidence. Yeah, I know. I saw. All right, let's <laughs> – here we go. Let's go through the teams. All right, tell me if any of these excite you. Hiroshi Tanahashi and Toro Yanu. Brandon, excited? No. <laughs> if, if anybody has anything, just speak over me. Uh, Togi Makabe and Tamayoki Hanma. <laughs> Tenzan and Kojima. They ripped Tenzan's ankle out of retirement and they brought him in. Yuji Nagata and Tiger Mask. Hiroki Goto. And Yoshi it. Tiger Mask. we got Naito and Sonata. Taichi and uh, Zack Saber Jr., of course. Minoru Suzuki off his U.S. Tours. Hot U.S. Tours. One of the hottest. Products in the business. With Taka Michinoku, who has been disgraced by cheating on his wife, was kicked out of his own company, and hasn't wrestled in New Japan in three years. Exciting. <laughs> the Great Okan in Hanare. That should be fun. Tamakanga in Tongaloa Tama- Evil in Yujiro. And back from being away for, I think, two years now. Bad Luck Fale and... Chase Owens. Brandon,
1: are you excited? Kevin Kelly's gonna be begging again. Don't cancel your please membership. Cancel. That's what this is saying. Every night. I know, I know it's a bad night, but come on, please, though. <laughs> Tomorrow night we got Michinoku.
2: Well this is this is every year though. I mean yeah, this is a surprise stink. stinks. stinks. It's the only time of the year that friggin' uh, the gorillas of destiny get to shine.
0: Yes. as <laughs> best Makis, they can. Uh, GBH, Makabe, and Hanma.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's just like... Other than that, oh, God.
0: Tenkozi, Tenzan, Kojima. But yeah, to Jimmy's point, bad. it's been a...
2: it's It's
1: been a low moment for about eight months now. All of a sudden, now, you can bring people in. Maybe... Th- Maybe try to turn it up a little bit instead of just continually punting, but –
2: Yeah, but you know what, though? Here's the thing. These people may have other obligations that they took because you didn't know what was going on in Japan. You can't just drop them.
0: Or visa issues. You don't have a visa working visa for it. You have to apply for it.
2: Right. So, I mean, you're talking – it's right around the corner, so you can't make those plans –
0: I, right. um, I am I think not, you get Bearcat and Karen I'm Crawler not, over they there.
2: They can't do anything.
0: I'm saying right now that I am my expectations for Wrestle Kingdom are way low way low. They did announce the first official match for Wrestle Kingdom sixteen on January fourth. We get the IWGP bird belt, or, bird, bird belt holder Shingo Takage versus G one winner Kazuchika Okada. I'm excited for that one. Naito has already said that he doesn't know what the fuck's going on with the storyline. That was brilliant. That was great. And, you know, like, that was on purpose. Just to rile up the, the fans are like, he doesn't know. We don't know. How are we supposed to know? Oh, New Japan. You know, that's what he did it for, to get everybody riled up. And it worked. I'm sure the internet's like, over it. That was a predator, by the way. It just came into my room.
2: I thought it was Merman.
0: Chris, thoughts? I have none. Brandon. Well, no, Brandon. I do have – I have
2: two thoughts, and because it's a tag <laughs> team. I'll give you two thoughts, and they're right here. <laughs> two thumbs down. Brandon, thoughts?
0: Nah, right, Takagi versus uh, Okada should be good.
1: They need to get on the phone with the Tokyo Dome and say, sorry, we didn't mean three nights of Wrestle Kingdom. We meant one. Can we please pull two of these back?
0: <laughs> they are also um, – part of the quarantine rules is you can still do 50% of the building – Cheering, or you do the full building, but everybody's got to be quiet. What? That's real. <laughs> Being that it's Japan, everybody listens, though, which is really fucking strange. You can go fucking 50,000 people in Tokyo, Dome, and everybody's going to be quiet. <laughs> <It's> weird. <laughs> I can't imagine it. Like, what are you going to be saying? Do they say busy? what they're doing? They're going full capacity silent? What they haven't said. I would imagine they're probably still planning on doing half capacity loud. Stardom just had That's a show, right. and they allowed um, everybody to cheer. It was half capacity, and it was fun to have it back, I guess. New Japan's a different story, though. New Japan gets fucking hype, especially those closest, those last five minutes of every big match. is fucking insane. People are freaking out. I mean, they
1: got three nights anyway, like I just said. Are they really going to sell 150,000 tickets with the product that they've been putting out lately? Just go top out 75,000.
0: No, they're lucky if they sell out night one. They're not going to sell out night two. And being the way that it's structured, night two is going to be a conclusion of what happens on night one. So it's like, if you're not even interested in what's going to happen on night two, why would you even go? Like, fuck, I got to watch Billy the Birdman versus some dude, like <laughs> one dude I don't like versus another dude I don't like. But uh, Naito saying that he doesn't know what's going on in the storyline, he did mention Billy the Birdman, so I imagine the Birdman's coming back, which doesn't excite me. <awful> <right> We're all losers. <laughs> any final thoughts on anything besides AEW? Because we're going to dive into AEW in a minute. Chris, any points to make anything?
2: Big fat negatorio. I got nothing.
0: Brandon. Not off the top of
1: my head. If I think of something, I'll be sure to interrupt the AEW segment
0: and go back. Yes. Uh, please, <laughs> if you have any more reveals about Bray Wyatt showing up, make sure you make, sure you make it a point while we're talking about AEW. <laughs> not just wedge it in two wedge hours there, and 15 yeah, minutes. When everybody's already given up on us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about AEW. How about this? Nova mandatory vax for AEW. So is this an AEW problem or is this, hey, we work in Florida problem? Brandon.
1: I mean, I think this is Chris Jericho and, and the boys are calling the shots around here and you're not telling them what to do. Little ass Tony Khan.
0: Yeah, you think – I always forget that the Young Bucks are like super Christian dudes. So they're right. probably like, no, my church doesn't lose, you know, it's, can't have foreign bodies in our bodies because Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, and praise him. Chris, thoughts on as, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, praising him? I don't
2: fucking care.
0: Go ahead, Brandon. I really don't.
1: I'm so as over-talking about
2: starting this to go shit. Back to normal,
1: yeah, as things are starting to go back to normal, I'm realizing a lot of people that I know are, are more anti-vax than I anticipated mm-hmm. when I was just hiding in my house, not talking to anybody. So I wouldn't be surprised if a, a bunch of these guys are just like, "No fucking way, Tony! You're not telling me what I can put in my body."
0: That sounded like uh, Jake the Snake Roberts. <laughs> that's
1: yeah. That, that's what I was
0: going for. Yeah, just one, some Anderson,
1: just one of these old guys is just. Chris, can I had thoughts before we. No, nah, re- I,
2: I no move on. Um, we could talk in circles about vaccinations and stuff for hours.
0: I just don't want to fucking hear it anymore. Honestly, nah, there's nothing to talk about. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, listeners, get vexed. All right, um. So we had our uh, tournament all set up, ready to go. It was going to be John Moxley versus uh, uh, Brian Danielson in the final. John Moxley drunk, had entered a sobriety clinic of some sort. Best of luck to him. I'm sure he's listening. <coughs> most importantly, he ruined <laughs> he ruined my bracket. That's most important. That was a real bracket buster. (laughs) He he busted my bracket. So, in a very smart move, which I'm imagining they were probably holding him out to challenge afterwards, they just fucking pencil and mirror. And I gotta say, holy shit, this is better than I expected. This is fucking... I was very upset that Mockley wasn't involved. Mostly, of course, for my own personal pleasure, not for his uh, sobriety or anything. I don't care about that. But, um, he, uh, He's gone, and now we get Miro in the middle of it. This is fucking great. Brandon, thoughts?
1: Yeah, I love that they audibled within the match, too, because obviously Miro wasn't going to be in the final. He wasn't in the fucking tournament. So to have him move on to the final shows that they're willing to change their decision-making based on what's happening around them and not just stick a storyline into the mud regardless of what's going on, which feels like what's happening with WWE every time you watch it. Uh, so, and then the, I think it was like seven minutes they gave to the him and Orange Cassidy. He ends up ripping him to shreds. Miro versus Danielson. Let's do it.
0: I'm fucking stoked. I like the way this match ended where um, Miro wins. Danielson, he's on commentary, comes down, he goes to shake his hand, and Miro just gives him a dirty look and looks up to the sky and then rolls out. <laughs> Dude, Miro's been fucking brilliant. I think they were building him to a little bit more of a push later on, maybe possibly challenging for the title, but this – this fits perfectly. You know what I mean? Like, just fucking get him in there. He's an excellent heel. Chris, thoughts?
2: No, I think this is tremendous because I was bummed when I saw Mox wasn't caught. I was just starting to get on the Mox train.
0: Yeah, man, I fucking put all this money in Vegas on Mox winning, and now I'm out. Fuck! Well, I didn't do Ryan. that,
2: but what I did was I put all this money on. I put myself on the Mox train, and that train swiftly derailed, and I had to run handcuffed from the front of the train as it chased me down into the woods. And, uh, yeah, so couldn't have been a better guy to replace it with. Because you almost forgot he was
0: there. Miro. Like,
2: oh, shit, they well, got this fucking dude. Well, we, were,
0: I mean, we've been talking about it for weeks, his promos every week. So
2: right, but he, had, he has – he's been on – like, I don't know. He's been kind of not in that conversation. He's been outside of this championship tournament. He was, you know, I don't know what the fuck he was saying. A bunch the of shit. He had next Neck of sand. I mean, neck of sand. And then, uh, yeah, then this thing came, and then over there, and then there was some wrestling. Orange okay. Cassidy <laughs> loses.
0: One good thing, I, 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 I got to say, fucking one thing is, and in this match, too, in particular, like, this was Orange Cassidy trying to get his shit in, but he was losing. He was losing to whoever he was going to face quickly. Miro fucking bumps for these guys like crazy, and it's fucking awesome. He's flipping all over the place, taking the fucking... Bumps. He does a great fucking job. There's another guy that they blew it. <laughs> WWE fucking blew it, dude. Dude, they don't was blow it at all working. of them. This dude fucking rules, though. Should never dude had him. Was always working. Tank. Came out in that tank and it ruined him. Let's roll right should've into. Should never had him. Go ahead, I'm Chris. Go Sorry, I was gonna say. Trying should've to talk as him. soon as I'm talking, but go ahead.
2: They should have never had him lose to John Cena. Every fucking time he wrestled them.
0: Yeah, well, he's a foreign heel, and John Cena represents the troops. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's move on. So uh, CM Punk does a promo. He says uh, John Moxley gets sober. Easy for him to say. And then, uh, <laughs> then he goes off on Eddie <laughs> Kingston, calling Eddie Kingston a piece of shit. Basically, let's just roll that right into his promo from fucking Rampage. So we get Eddie, we get Eddie Kingston, and and uh, CM Punk in the ring, face to face, in probably one of the best segments AEW's has ever had. A pull apart brawl that actually seemed like two dudes that were really talking shit until shit went out of control. With a headbutt that was convi- was just convincing enough that made me like, oh, that's how things go down in arguments where you headbutt a dude when you're really pissed off. Brandon, I'd like to hear your thoughts on this guy, okay, Chris. All right, Brandon.
1: Yeah, it was fantastic. One thing I wanted to mention on CM Punk, I was watching on my phone this week, both of the shows back to back. And so when somebody comes out and I know it's going to be a big entrance, I just hit the skip 30 seconds ahead button five. So it was a total of between the two shows, it was like one hundred and thirty five minutes of television I had to get through five total minutes was just CM Punk. Walking to the ring across both shows. That's how, how much fucking time that takes up. I think that's probably why I'm getting a little bit like over him so fast because it's just huge chunks of these shows is just him celebrating the fact that he's there. Uh, besides that though, I, the second promo was great between the two of them. Eddie Kingston. I don't know if those are like his real clothes or this is a character, but that fucking like the baggy cargo sweatpants and Timberland boots. He's just he's just pulling off triple XL like Walmart. Hoodies to, like, sideways more XL. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Way oversized just, sideways hat.
1: Amazing. His, his Fruit of the Loom boxers are coming out. He just, like, looks so funny. Um, Totally believable, the two of them. Uh, I felt a little bit out of the loop, though, with sometimes, you know, we'll complain about this with AEW as to, like, I guess they had this 15-year running thing that they that I didn't really get plugged into until they started talking about it. Uh, but I, I thought they did a decent job of like you kind of figure out what what was going on between the two, similar to what Brian Danielson was saying to him beforehand. So uh, trying to set up a match to get both those guys into a pay per view two weeks away, a plus for that. Also,
0: uh, CM Punk sets himself up as totally the heel in this. Like he's the heel. He's Eddie Kingston is now CM Punk, and CM Punk is now John Cena or Triple H in their feuds you know what i mean like this is that's the way it's set up now it's fucking brilliant in two weeks they did this go ahead chris so i just
2: had to lead in with the fact that i sat there and i thought of this today and how i was going to bring this up and i thought i was going to make a fucking grandiose fucking
0: point did i just poop all over
2: just it po- no you listen i was going to ask you guys who's the baby face here
0: it's, right because it ain't be. CM, punk, no, it's not cm punk
2: right you have a guy who is the he did everything that like you just said that you took the words right out of my mouth he did everything that john cena does he's condescending he's a prick he's condescending to him he's a prick and he knows he has the backing of the fans so he's going to say this is what i'm going to say to you what do you want me to do what do all these people who love me want me to do because none of them love you i'm the fan favorite here and anything you say is now going to get muted by the people behind me that are going to cheer when you try to talk, and that is a WWE babyface thing to do. But it always makes him he- look like a fucking bad
0: guy. Makes you look like an asshole.
2: Yeah, and you know just the simple fact that he stood around telling him that um, I'm going to tell you the 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 babyface. Lack of a better way to put it, the babyface thing to do in a real life scenario like that is to pull the guy aside and say, hey, listen, if you think I'm being hard on you, this is why it's not to do it in front of a room of people. Right, that's
0: what fucking right? bullies do.
2: That's what bullies do. That's what assholes do, because they want to make you look stupid to make them feel better about themselves. And that's what he did. And the point is. I'm still in the trenches, and when things didn't go your way, you fucking cried, you made a massive deal out of it, and you quit. And now you want to be the king, and you haven't been working here or or anywhere for seven fucking years. You haven't been. The only thing you've been doing is being a shitty fucking fight commentator for CFFC. That's it. He didn't say that. You're saying that. No, I'm saying that. But you understand (laughs) what I mean. You understand what I mean? I mean, I I love the point that he made. And he also made the point, like what I was just saying, which was, you haven't been around. Now everybody that's been working their asses off in the locker room now has to worry about their job because you all of a sudden decided you wanted to come the fuck back. And if it's any fucking indication of how wrestling fans think, the fucking complete hypocrisy of their entire way of thinking, how many of these fucking fans bitch and moan every fucking year that the rock would come back and he would get the fucking main event at WrestleMania Mm -hmm. and their favorite guy wouldn't be on the card. That's CM Punk. Now I was the biggest bitch about CM Punk. Brandon had it. I was feeling it is that he takes 20 minutes to come out to the ring. He has no fucking storyline whatsoever. It was cool one night and then he wrestled Darby Allen. And then after that, it became what the fuck are we doing here? What is going on? What is this guy? like? Why is he here? Just to come in. Now, if we say, okay, as fans, it looks like he's here, and like from a behind-the-scenes point of view, it looks like he's here to put guys over and to give the rub on younger guys. Well, that's fine. But you still have to have a reason why he's wrestling these other guys other than just to fight them. There's no point to it. Right. And then it's television show one and done. We'll move on to the next guy. Want to insert young wrestler here. I want to fight you for no reason. And we move on. This may be hopefully the beginning of an actual fucking storyline for CM Punk to get into. And just I was thinking this out. Imagine this. He comes out. He says how proud he is of John Moxley. The motherfucker hasn't been around for seven years. He badmouths John Moxley's buddy, the guy that dove on him in the fucking dynamite, the fireworks, the sprinklers. But he dives, he risks his ass for this guy. You take the fucking, the words that I should be saying out of my mouth because you're the famous guy. And then it works its way into, who the fuck are you to be telling me that you're proud of me when Moxley hopefully comes back? Right. Now you got the fucking genesis of a fucking storyline that can you can build. If Moxley comes back in a fucking year, you can build something with this shit. Because they haven't been, they haven't been doing anything with CM Punk. And frankly, like Brandon said, I'm over it. I, I'm whatever. Right. Oh yeah, here he is. He's gonna run around in circles in the ring. Everybody's gonna cheer. He's gonna talk for five minutes, and then he's gonna fight on rampage. Because he's not gonna fight tonight. He's just gonna talk, and I'm gonna have to watch him on Friday.
0: I'm gonna bounce back to Brandon for a second, but um, one thing that they did real quick on Rampage when CM Punk was in the ring was that he mentioned he said it's my ring, and fucking Taz is like, who the hell does he think he is? He's calling it his ring. He's only been here for a couple a cup of coffee, and I, immediately I was like, oh, I know who the bad guy is now. Brandon, go ahead, thoughts.
1: Yeah, Chris nailed it. I don't, I honestly don't have too much else. They. Uh, finally moved CM Punk along for, like v- very intelligently there. Uh, you mentioned it earlier, but talk about like actually feeling like someone's blood's boiling over. The headbutt is a perfect way to start like a real I life. Like, I had enough of you fight, yeah. yeah. <laughs> to lunge at somebody head first. so it should be fun. And I, I would love to see Eddie Kingston be the first person to, to beat actually it. beat CM Punk yes, be and say like, "Hey, you thought that." We'll do a preview later, but just to say that, like, hey, you know, maybe Brian Danielson can say, "I haven't put in enough work," but you haven't been doing shit for almost a decade at That's this point. I would mean, certainly said. be doing a lot more than you.
0: Yeah. Uh, one good thing is, uh, Chris, I'll bounce over to you for last thoughts. But uh, one good thing was when it started to get physical and they were pulling them apart, and Kinston's doing that like fucking insane face that he made. But they were in the corner and they're fucking like, there's a bunch of it's the gang of dudes. They're trying to break them up. And Eddie Kingston looks like he unhinges his fucking jaw like a snake trying to bite CM Punk. It was so over the top, but it was fucking brilliant. His face is just like... Ah, and he's trying to bite CM Punk. It was fucking great. I love this segment. I fucking loved it. Chris, final thoughts on this? Yeah,
2: I think this could have been one of the best segments that they've had since I've been watching AEW and not shitting all over it for an hour right. or two hours. Yeah. Um, yeah, I also like you said, I didn't I actually didn't catch the Taz thing, but it also sets up cuz remember Taz has already been saying it. What the fuck? Enough of this shit. Yeah. He's been saying it since the beginning. So then maybe if we're looking at it, if we're all in agreement, if it works out the way that we all think it's going to work out, you're going to get that Taz, Bobby Heen and Hogan turned. I told everybody this guy's a piece of shit. Yeah. And here he is behaving like one. Yeah. So this is the perfect opportunity to catapult him into a place where nobody thinks nobody wants him, but they need him there. Cause that's what he like. None of the fans want him to be a bad guy, but when he becomes one, they're going to fucking love it.
0: I'm talking to a uh, muted microphone. Yes. Excellent point. All right, Let's move on. Um, Let's see. Where do we want to go? How about uh, FTR versus Kalisto and Aerostar? Where poor Aerostar looks like he knocks himself the fuck out <laughs> three minutes in this match, and then he's walking in slow motion for the rest rest of this match. Um, Do you remember Aerostar from Lucha Underground, Chris? Of course. Yeah, jumping off things, falling all over things. Mm-hmm. This guy did take a lot of tumbles, though. Yeah. And pretty early on in this match, it seems like he got hurt, and they just let him keep wrestling, which is... AW, what A-W. Are you doing? <laughs> Brandon, you have any thoughts on this match before I move on? I just want to make that point about Aerostar almost dying. I don't really.
1: That, uh, my only
0: opinion about this
1: is I like as FTR hold the AAA titles that they're able to bring in more Lucha wrestlers, and they clearly struggle with them. It was probably 75% like Lucha offense throughout the match, so uh, I think they could get something going here where they're – they're uh, kind of holding the titles, but are clue- overwhelmed by this fast-paced wrestling uh, throughout, and eventually get the titles back within an awesome match with the uh, Phoenix and Penta. But that's really it. Is, what was this like five, five, six minutes? Yeah, it was
0: really quick. No other points on this, right? We don't have to keep talking about. It. All right, what to move on to? How about um, let's see, how about? I don't know. What's... <laughs> oh,
1: well, I wanted, so I wanted to either talk about the women's stuff or yeah, the MJF the Darby Allen.
0: Well, we'll get to that. We'll do uh, MJF and Darby Allen near the end. How about uh, the women's stuff? So we get um, a match between – let's let's do the Bunny and Red Velvet first. Not a good match. Red Velvet goes through as predicted. Um, we get a standoff between Red Velvet and her next competitor, the – athletic the high school junior college athlete jade cargill she uh for an athlete which she is um i'll tell you man there's jesus fucking christ this woman's fucking physique is absolutely insane chris thoughts
2: yes yeah, she has a wonderful athletic physique <laughs> she, she has she has the fucking footwork of a fucking orc
0: High school and junior like Chris college had to get that star. No card. <laughs> junior college. Junior
2: college, yeah. Well, it's great. And she failed and became a pro Grades, wrestler. grades. What are you gonna do? I had bad grades too. No, I don't care about the fact that she went to junior college. I'm, I'm making fun of the fact that her. Look, I'm not an athlete, so I should. I Fuck it, I don't care. It's 2021, right? Yeah, is that what year it is? Um, yeah, she didn't make it any further.
0: She try, she's a professional
2: now. When <clears> they, <throat> she's an athlete, right? Because you couldn't make it as a different athlete. This why to the same sh- shit. They do this all the time. They should never, unless you're in the upper echelon of athletics, meaning you made it to the pros,
0: professional wrestling. You never, you're
2: right. Listen to me. You should never mention the other sports that they played. Hear me out. Hear Dr. me. to get Steve Williams. <laughs> right. Exactly. You went, you that's and well, look who used to call Dr. that Steve Williams's match, and look who used to, who's calling Jade Cargill's match now. <laughs> oh, here's all <laughs> <the old laughs> America <laughs> College. And he couldn't make it to the next echelon. So she he took a step down and became a pro wrestler.
0: Brandon, Jade Cargill, athlete or not?
1: Athlete. I don't even think it was JUCO. Jacksonville State, that's uh D one, I think.
0: Is it? I don't know. I thought it was junior college. I don't really so. pay attention to this stuff. I just want to prove Chris wrong. I did. She looks like
2: <laughs> shit. Right. She looks fantastic. Her footwork looks like shit.
0: Oh my god, those fucking abs! She's got like eight abs, twelve abs. She's got twenty-seven, <laughs> 27 abs. It goes it's from her awesome. neck all the way down to her cross. No,
2: like I said, she fucking, she looks fantastic. She just <laughs> she moves around like a lumbering jackass. I love her.
0: Okay, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. Not because of our work rate, something else. All right, how about uh Anna Jay versus Jamie here? Um I win. I got this right. Thoughts, Brandon?
1: Yeah, not too much here. I, I did want to mention on the the last match, even though we just blew past it, uh red velvet, I was like been talking a lot of shit on her didn't wasn't terrible in this but when she's selling it's like she's dead yes it's it's everything is like i'm completely dead and then i pop up and get my offense on there's no there's no in the middle like someone's just hurt she's laying flat like she's unconscious then she explodes at the two count which is just weird to figure out to watch what's going on well it looks like you know it looks
0: like it looks like she um just respawned every time that yeah (laughs) like like she dies and then gets respawned right away and she's just (laughs) up and (laughs) i'm doing moves. Yeah, she's, I'm doing <laughs> moves now. Hey, how you doing? I was not hurt. She'll get there, man. She's got all the athleticism. I just hope she doesn't die in the ring before it all happens. Yeah. yeah so, uh, should we go through the bracket? Do we have to?
1: I mean, now we're at, like, the actual tournament. We've kind of,
0: they, they added some buys in, got some people on Dynamite, but I think... Now is when things start to get a little bit interesting. Yeah. So um, let's see what we have next. I think it's after the pay-per-view. Probably on uh, next week on Wednesday. So we get Thunder Rosa versus Jamie Hader, as predicted. So we assume that Thunder Rosa is going through, right, everybody? Yeah. On page? Okay. Uh, Jade Cargill versus Red Velvet Cake. Red Velvet Cakes, I should call her. Um, what do we think is going on here? If she's going to lose – if Jade Cargill, I think, you know, in retrospect – if she's going to lose to anybody, it's going to be this woman that she's beaten 20 times. Like, I'm being serious. I can't yeah. see anybody else beating her, but this she actually has, like, I guess, what's considered a storyline with Red Velvet? What do you think, I mean, Brandon. it's the
2: closest thing,
0: yeah. Right, yeah, Brandon, go. Yeah, they
1: could be using this as, like... They're probably going to give them more than her standard three-minute match, and depending on how she looks, they could make a decision as to whether she's going to win the whole thing or not. I could see this being a little bit of a test for can she do ten to fifteen in a bigger spot. Right.
0: I don't want to see Red Velvet for fifteen minutes, but she could, with, she could win I don't with a roll-up.
1: But... She
0: wins with a roll-up, and Jay Cargill doesn't look bad. You think Red Velvet's women? No, right?
1: I don't think there's any chance. Yeah. I wouldn't
0: even. Chris, uh Red Velvet versus uh Natural Athlete, most athletic woman in uh AW Jade Cargill. Who you got I with? like
2: your idea. I think that that's a that's a good thing cuz There's a there's a the problem that I have if that if Jay Cargill ends up winning this
0: Right. right. This, well, we talked about uh, it before where you end championship. up saddled. Then
2: how does she ever lose
0: it? Right. She's she saddled, saddled with, this thing. with the thing. Second
2: right. title secondary title.
0: Right. I think this is the but, match. She, if she loses, I think this is the match she does.
2: This is the match. If this is the match she loses, and then you have that Brock Lesnar losing in WrestleMania freak out, wreck shit, monster running around fucking everybody up, because she's pissed off. I like that. Yeah. That works. And
0: then Especially you can have, if she
2: loses to a roll-up.
0: Right. And Red Velvet pulls it out, runs away, and then she gets the shit kicked out of her by Thunder Rosa in the next round anyway. Yeah.
2: I yeah. think that's a good idea. Because, yeah. you know, like – when you look at jade cargill that is the presence that she carries it's it's main women's title
0: yeah and it's also overconfidence so her getting rolled up Mm -hmm. could be a lesson learned if you want to tell some storyline i
2: don't
0: know this is a question mark i'm not going to pick this one this is a big question mark this one i'm going to go and say i'm going to say red velvet cakes Mm -hmm. i want to see them cakes right out them. of your dang mind, Jim. No, that's not that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up, uh, Nyla Rose versus Hikarshita. Of course, Hikar she just uh, selling that leg injury pretty heavy. Bram. Yeah, this is going to be Nyla Rose because
1: Serena Deep spazzed and Aubrey Edwards couldn't do anything about it for she three, four minutes
0: on end. She danced. Go ahead, she danced
1: guys. around it. She vogued.
0: Go ahead. Who you got? Who, me? Yeah, you, Chris, the other guy.
2: I'm going to go with the narrative. The narrative beast.
0: The narrative beast. Okay. <laughs> the narrative Excellent beast. Transition. And then we got uh, Chris Stadlander and Ruby Soho. Uh, I think Stadlander wins because the crummy girls that got eliminated are going to interfere. And Ruby Soho is going to get eliminated. Ruby Soho has got a bunch of people that don't like her now. <laughs> She's got Penelope Ford. She's got um, uh, the Bunny. She's got a uh, Emmy Sakura. She's got a uh, Nyla Rose. There's a bunch of people that are trying to take her down. So you can pick any of these people to interfere and have Chris Statlander versus Nyla Rose in the next round. That'd be a good one. Chris, good. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm so fucking bored of this tournament.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's
0: yeah. They're telling
2: a little a, story, which is fine. I get it. I'm just not interested in it. We're know? just getting started. I, I think, I think that, I think part of the problem is, is that there's like, you have a couple, uh, you have a number of very talented women on that roster and then there's a massive drop-off. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like, you know, it's like you're going to, we're, we're sitting through a tournament that is a number of these matches are super fucking clunky Yeah. and they're not that good. You know what I mean? So yeah. And my answer to the rest of this whole thing is,
0: uh, uh, well, right. I watched uh, the match between, it was Ruby Soho and, what the fuck was it? It was uh, Rhea, uh Mizunami versus Nyla Rose and Emi Sakura. You just, I mean, I did, look, I'm going to blow fucking Josie Wrestling any ch- chance I get. You just watch them run fucking circles around these people. Like they need, like, you know, it's no hyperbole and say that these people are like, the the women that the women that aren't involved in the main scene, besides Hikaru Shida, are all just well, Thunder Rosa as well, are just all so two steps behind those women. And I get why they're there; they're there to fucking make everybody look better. But it's like, I don't get it, <laughs> dude. Work harder. Come on, get better. Just follow your leaders. You know what I mean? Get some training in. I don't know. Can I add something real quick? Yeah.
2: I I also think that like even with the women that they have at the top of the card, a lot of them are very talented, but they're not women. They're not performers that can carry somebody that's not good. Right, especially. I don't if, think uh, any, I mean, any of them. Britt Baker,
0: Baker can't do it. No,
2: no Britt Baker. Thunder I'm Rosa can't do it. Okay, I'll give you that. Thunder but Rosa,
0: Hikaru Shida, Riho, Who Riho is basically not on television anymore, but
2: right, and then uh, I like. Um, but even Ruby Soho, she's not carrying anybody.
0: No, she's got her own style. I mean, she yeah. sells really well, but her, her yeah. she's more of a brawling style than anything. So. Right. And then you had um, who's the other one I was going to mention that's not that's Serena, Deeb. Deeb. Serena Deeb. Serena Deep. Serena Deeb's is really good, but she's NWA, yeah. right? So she's popping back and forth, or is she signed for. I, I, I have
2: no idea. No. I never saw a Instagram post that said Serena Deeb is all elite. So, <laughs> so how are we? Know?
0: They probably
2: <laughs> they probably can't they can't afford to pay her because they had to pay Bobby Fish.
0: Right. And they're going to have to pay fucking uh the big the big cat too, the bear cat. The bear cat, yeah. Brandon thoughts. Looks like she is. Serena Deeb is all elite. She is. Now we can move
1: on from this. Um I I agree with everything you're you're saying, but I'm I'm not like over the tournament. I'm I'm curious to see if it gets I'm not either. better I'm as, enjoying as it. these uh, storylines
0: build out. So, um what else do you want to touch on? Darby Allen and... Yeah, yeah. I, th- yeah, I, yeah. I, I oh. wanted
1: to talk about this MJF-Darby Allen thing because I spent a lot of time
0: shit-talking MJF and I
1: actually thought he got a little bit better this, this week. This is way uh, better.
0: He didn't mention the crowd. He didn't mention the town they were in and all of a sudden it got way better. Go ahead, Brandon. Right, Chris. Chris, you... No, you're... no,
2: no. You guys go. You go.
0: Brandon, go. Ocean, like, something to say. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: I thought that the things he was saying actually made sense and it was like applied to wrestling. Uh, still obnoxious... I, I was fine with him dancing around saying that he never loses in the ring because everybody in their heads going, it's because you don't fucking wrestle, dude. Yeah. That's like a, a normal heel thing to do. Um, when he was going at Darby Allin about how he's more worried about beating him up than actually winning the match. And then that gave Darby Allin the spotlight to like clearly rebut and say that he's uh, at focus for this and he knows he's got his, his head on right. I enjoyed that spot where they went into the crowd. Mm-hmm. Dude, that was kind of nasty, uh, Darby Allin sprinting at him. And oh, my God, it was amazing.
0: The railing there.
1: Big if, shot. So it, it, for something I'm not terribly interested in,
0: I thought they did a good job boosting it here 10 I can days s- out. If I, can, if I can just chime in, I fucking love his offense, where it's just like total suicidal offense. He's a cannonball. It's right. what I like about um, Tank Girl in uh, WWE they're Childs. not very good wrestlers. Well, I mean, uh, what's-his-name's a little bit better, Barbie Allen, but they're not really great technical wrestlers, but they have the ability to just throw their bodies at people to, with the intent of injury at all times. I find it entertaining. It's fun. And it's unpredictable, which is, I didn't expect that spot. Right. He sprinted out of nowhere, and it was fucking gnarly looking. It was cool. I liked it. Chris, Thoughts?
2: I think he hit the nail on the head with MJF. All he has to do is not meant not go into eighties uh house show wrestling mode and he's fucking caught a tremendous promo.
0: But he's got he's probably got Orrin Anderson going, Yeah, you gotta you to do that, pull a gun out. He did the best promo of the year though. With the Glock. That's what he yes. says. Um how about um Sting decides he's gonna break up the fight with his uh baseball bat? And weird dudes with paper masks that are fucking. What the fuck was that? I'm not gonna say that this was the best fucking segment in the world. <laughs> Everything about MJF and fucking Darby Allen was great. What the fuck was the paper mask dudes? What was that? Chris, we go. didn't we didn't discuss this last
2: week when Darby Allen was the Invisible Man.
0: They bald cut rings, yes,
2: to s- yeah, they cut to some concert. What? I don't, I don't remember. They, yeah, they, they. So they. Yeah. The, the lights go out and then they show on the screen some rap concert. What? I don't remember that. Yes, yes, yes. They there's show like a montage. This, yeah, there's like. He, they show on the screen some rap concert and then these guys come out with uh, cutouts of MJFs. This guy comes out with a MJF, like a. Almost like he cut his face out of a magazine and cut the holes out of the eyes. Yeah. Right? and walks out on stage and whoever's on stage whoever the guy performing is they go yo uh, MJF wait and I then, don't remember any yeah. of this it's what? so weird and I don't believe you were we were on such a roll and we were talking about other things that I never I it never occurred to me All that, right, like, I need look,
0: you guys something if massive. I forget something or I didn't see something or maybe I was. <laughs> It's so petting weird. my cat too heavily and i didn't watch the tv at this point you guys got to chime in i fucking didn't i mean it just, totally it didn't missed occur-
2: it. it didn't occur to me until we were just talking about it now and it didn't occur to me that we didn't talk about it last week i don't know how i missed that and then it was like the guy the whole concert stops and then he he looks at him he goes oh, uh, uh, mjf
0: he has a paper and, mask on, he, and the guy was confused yeah like
2: like yeah like he, I don't don't get this! I still don't know what happened and then he takes it off and then they go right back to the lights coming on and Sting and then, you know, Claude Rains and then there was that whole thing and then the follow-up was a bunch of dudes came out with Sting with those – the same – it was that same mask the guy was wearing on stage. That was MJF's face.
0: Okay, okay. So that, that makes a lot cut more out. sense. So it, has a, it had a throwback to the week before. I have no idea what the fuck's going on anymore. I blew it. Sorry guys. <laughs> Brandon thoughts. It oh, was
2: strange.
1: Also, if you're gonna pull guys from the back that aren't doing anything and and mask them up, don't use Griff Garrison because you can just clearly see his giant blonde hair. It, yes. As also, like one of the one of those Sting's lackeys.
0: Jr. is <laughs> like, who's that one man? He's massive. They pulled out like some dude that was like 350 and six foot five. That man looks like oh, they got some mask on.
1: Yeah, has a mix of actual wrestlers, and then there was probably
0: about four or five just old dudes. Yeah. It was weird. What else we got? Weird. That, that. Before we move on to the pay-per-view.
2: Yeah, it was it, right?
0: I think so. Uh, I don't know. For some reason,
1: they had Brian oh. Danielson fight Anthony Bowens. So nah, I we like, don't
0: want not, let's not talk yeah. about shit that doesn't matter anymore. That didn't matter. Fucking Kenny it's... Omega's match at the beginning was fucking stupid. We're not talking about it. One thing that was terrible and we need to talk about, the inner circle and their promo. Oh, We just need to give recognize how fucking terrible this was. The inner circle and America's top team. Even Dan Lambert couldn't save this. This was fucking... Awful. Chris, thoughts? Yeah,
2: it's almost at that point I said, oh, please, I think the Dan Lambert ship has sailed.
0: He's going to be in this match, though. Yeah, he is. Like, as I predicted, he's going to take some bumps, right? Well, I mean, the guy's not,
2: I mean, the guy's legit, so it's not like he's going to be like, like, old guy, like, you know what I mean?
0: Legit what, a wrestler? Yeah. Pro wrestler.
2: Not a pro wrestler, no. no
0: it's <laughs> a little different than an actual wrestling. But he's a pro I, athlete. I understand pro athlete. That, but he is Wait, a, is he an athlete? Yes, he's Jay an athlete. Jay Cargill isn't an athlete. He's an athlete? Who's an athlete here? Who are the athletes in this, this company? <laughs> Continue, Chris. I'm sorry.
2: No, I was just saying he's not like, it's not like you're throwing uh,
0: Jimmy Hart in there. Jim Lardani in there. Yeah, um, well, there you go. Yeah, I like to, Paige Van Zandt. I like Paige Van Zandt in all this. She's the only person that, like, comes off, like, in the bad guy team. She's the one that actually looks like a professional wrestler. Yeah. Does anybody, does anybody agree with me with this? No, I agree with you 100%. I think that she's got a future in professional wrestling if she ever decides to do it. Yeah, Brandon, go
1: Yeah, I, th- I think that she probably will. And she's pulling a lot of the weight for this squad here because these UFC guys won't talk at all. They're... D- uh, Junior Dos Santos is just getting absolutely trashed week after week and just coming out there and looking confused in a different city so um, <laughs> I, th- I think we finally bottomed out here though uh, the, Dan Lambert wasn't even really good and Jericho and that OnlyFans bitch stuff is just not, funny. not it's, funny it's not It's not that I care that you make fun of the the woman it's just give me a little bit of creativity or something so
0: uh, you said you'd take us on five-on-one. Five-on-one, you said, right? All of us dicks. You want to get all them dicks? Like, fuck <laughs> off with this shit. This shit's corny. Final thoughts on that uh, terrible promo, Chris? Yeah, I want to get all those dicks. I do, too. God, so much cum. <laughs> all right, let's move on to the pay-per-view, which is this weekend. Vinny Testaverdi's birthday. First of all, before we even talk about this. Brandon, where the fuck are we watching this? Are we going to the movie theater to watch this? Talk to me, (laughs) because I have no idea. I don't know anything about bootlegging, so I have no idea how to watch this. I don't know. I I got a
1: MacBook, so I'm going to rely on the old uh, factoid that can't get a virus on on this thing, so I'll be just trying to rip it off of some sketchy website probably. I'm not going to the AMC in Cherry Hill, that's for sure.
0: (laughs) I was hoping maybe you, they had it at uh, uh, Rivers Casino. They don't. They don't have it in the Rivers Casino. That would they go have it there. at the Riverview. What's that, Brandon?
1: There's a cinema in the Rivers Casino?
0: No, but uh, they do pay-per-views at the Rivers Casino. Oh, UFC wow. And shit. I was hoping maybe they had this. I ain't paying no cover. I'll go play a couple slot machines. That's about it. Paige Van Zanch, These things don't uh,
1: forever too. I definitely don't want to be around too many strangers, or I'm gonna to start to get very irritable.
0: You'd be like, it's like everybody's gonna be cheering fucking Kenny Omega, and you're gonna be like, fuck what like Kenny Omega? I don't like Kenny Omega. Fuck you. At the movie theater with a giant fucking big gulp soda.
2: <laughs> Tub <Tump> of popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> cut a hole in the bottle, cut a stick hole his, his wiener stick the in the middle of there. it
0: fuck five, five on one you Omega. Okay, you like this kind of comedy this is being the elite this touches dick all right let's move on to the uh pay-per-view i'm just going through at the list that is on wikipedia so here we go i'll start from the bottom falls count anywhere match christian cage and the jurassic express who are the heels in this because they tried to kill a man they tried to murder Adam Cole. To, to me, murder means a heel, but they're the good guys versus the super click, Adam Cole and the Young Bucks. Uh, Chris, who you got?
2: I don't know. Pay-per-view tells us anything on AEW. That means it's that the Young Bucks don't lose. They're not going to lose two matches in a row on
0: pay-per-view. I think they got Luchasaurus as your uh, fall guy. He takes the pinfall. Yeah.
2: He always takes the pin.
0: Brandon?
1: Yeah, this could go either way. The last – this was like what we got when we went to see them in Philly, and uh, I forget what happened. Christian Cage got hurt, but uh, they did make it believable. You could see Jungle Boys plus Christian Cage winning. So uh, I, I might actually go with them this time. Yeah. Who takes the pinfall then? I guess the
0: one of the bucks could take uh, the pinfall.
1: One of the – yeah, the the more balding buck.
0: Yeah. Nick, he does all the athletic stuff and eats all the pins. He's the best. He's the okay. best buck, but he eats all the pins too. All right, next up, singles match, a grudge match. CM Punk versus Eddie Kingston. Chris, thoughts? Eddie Kingston I winning think,
2: here? I think the right move is Eddie Kingston winning. I think so CM too. CM Punk going full blown heel. I think so too.
0: Because nobody will expect it.
2: Because they're all like That's... CM Punk. <laughs> CM Punk's a great heel. I hope he, he is a heel. fantastic heel. Yeah.
1: Brandon, thoughts? Yeah, this would be too perfect. I, I think they got to do it like this. And Kingston's been getting clowned pay-per-view after pay-per-view since I've been watching, so give him
0: something here. And, yeah, I don't expect uh, John Moxley to come back this quickly. If he's Ooh. going to legit rehab and not just sitting in his house playing PlayStation, not drinking anymore. Then uh, <laughs> I think that he's going to be gone for a little while. So, Three yeah. months at least. Yeah. Eddie Kingston, I'm down. Let's do it. All right, uh singles match. Darby Allen with Sting versus MGF with Wardlow. Chris, I said it Wardlow uh face turn here.
2: Yeah, 100%. Wardlow face turn down the dark and beat up some squash some heels on dark.
0: Darby Allen wins, right? Mhm.
2: Darbs.
1: Brandon? Yeah, I agree. Darby Allen's going over here and we'll, the Pinnacle starts to to split up, FTR is probably going to go do something else with the AAA
0: titles. Yep. Let's move on. Tag team tag team match for the AEW World Tag Team Championship. The Lucha Bros with Alex Abrantes versus who are the champs? Versus FTR with uh, Tully Blanchard. I got to say and one thing we didn't talk about because it's not worth talking about the match because it wasn't very good. Um, I did like the face off between Tully Blanchard and Arn Anderson. Where they were gonna like fight at the end of the uh, Andrade and Cody Rhodes match, but over their shoulders you can see Andrade like clapping. Like, yeah, fuck yeah, fight, old man, die, kill each other.
2: I want you to kill each other.
0: I was a big fan of that. Plus Andrade he's... was really cool in that match. Yeah, Brandon or Chris. Sorry, Chris, you're talking. No,
2: no, I was just, I was just gonna say he's definitely one of the few shining stars in wrestling today. Who's that? Andrade.
0: Oh, I thought you were gonna say Tully Blanchard.
2: No, Tully Blanchard's (laughs) Tully Blanchard's almost dead.
0: Dull ass, dull ass fucking gem. What
2: I want to happen is Tully Blanchard, Arn Anderson, and Ric Flair all to die on the same day.
0: Got (laughs) it. What if Ric Flair shows up in this pay per view? Ooh. What if he dies? What if he falls from the ceiling as a bag of meat and splatters everywhere? As predicted last Oh
2: my god, there's oh a man in 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 in, in I see a man has got he's got blonde hair. Is that Dor Oh my Capone? god, it's Ric Flair! It's, Doink it's the Ric clown. Ric Flair.
0: Doing the clown kills him, pushes him out the fucking
2: I'm sorry to say that Ric Flair has died He'll have to call two dudes dying dropping from the ceiling in his career. Oh my god, He'd be dude. the
0: first man in wrestling to do that. Oh my god, that'd be amazing. I hope we get to see it live, not on boot rock.
2: He'll be like, Oh, not again! I can't take the second time!
0: Brandon <laughs> Thoughts.
2: Then he'll pull his hat down over his body and scurry away like a hermit crab. Brandon <laughs> Thoughts.
0: <laughs> on all fours. <laughs> he le- instead of, he's like a snail, instead of leaving a slime trail, he leaves barbecue sauce. Oh! <laughs> Like like J like
1: J R's uh, khakis and button up shred and four more arms and legs come out and he <laughs> and he crawls. <laughs> He's been hiding four limbs in his clothes. Oh no, you
0: found out my secret.
1: Yeah, that, the only thing that I, I love Penta and Ray really Phoenix, but. Uh, I'm gonna be disappointed if I don't see Ric Flair hit the ring and his entire torso compressed down so his head's like six
0: inches into his into, into his chest. So that's that's our prediction. Ric Flair falls from the ceiling and <laughs> like they have to stop the match and he dies. That's it. I just want to see winner.
1: this top half of his body just collapse. His head's just sitting in his like belly. That's what we need.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like a JR like. JR's like. Oh, my God. Why is it slowball? I don't know. It's so <laughs> I don't know. know.
0: Makes perfect sense. I love it. it. makes all the sense. All right, next up. Um, Minneapolis street fight, which involves snowballs, a lake or two. Uh, the Inner Circle versus Men of the Year and America's Top Team, who is Junior Dos Santos, Andre Orlovsky, and Dan Lambert. Brandon, thoughts? I hate that this is happening. I So do I. I fucking hate this. I, I don't know. If it, if I hate I that this it, is going to be like 30 minutes. It.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Is this is like, so they've, they've been saying street fight and then they just wrestle in the ring. I don't know if this is going to be like a cinematic thing or they're just going to say street fight. And that means that they're going to pull an ice skate out from under the the ring and someone's bleeding.
0: I'm telling you right now, if we go to one of these pay-per-views, right, and they're in Philly, and they announce a street fight, and i got to watch fucking television, I'm like, I'm going to be so fucking pissed. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna be the one-man booing in the entire stadium.
2: Boo! Boo, boo, boo! They'll do it at the Lycor Center, and then when that match comes on, it'll be 40 minutes long, and you could spend that whole time waiting to get ice cream for dinner.
0: Nice. Chris, thoughts on this at all? Do you None. care who wins? Does it no. matter? Does any of this matter?
2: This is... This is this, all of this, this whole charade is taking place to somehow get Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page over and it ain't going to fucking work. And nobody, right. still nobody's yeah, going to care about not it at all.
0: No, nobody gives a fuck nobody's about these guys. Nobody gives a fuck about these two. Jamie, Jake, Especially the Jay, Ethan I used to Page. I call Jamie Hager. Jake Hager ends up uh, with America's top team by the end of it, I hope. Just so I uh, Inner Circle ends. <laughs>
1: yeah, and if that. I, and I, I could be
0: right. Go ahead, Brandon. I'm sorry.
1: Like, if you had to say, like, who are your bottom three people in AEW that you couldn't care any less about, they might all be in this match. Two of them are definitely Sammy Guevara and Ethan Page. Scorpio Sky
0: could be three. This could be all of the people I don't – or maybe
1: even Jake Hager. Slager, too.
0: Yeah, I can't stand Jake Hager. Cool. Very excited for that one. Yeah. AEW World Championship Eliminator Tournament Final. Winner receives a future AW World Championship match. Brian Danielson versus Miro. Let's fucking go, Brandon God,
1: Give me Miro. Just go, let's go Miro all the way over here. Daniel Bryan's getting his his neck cranked. Taps out. Holy shit. Into it. I think I think uh Daniel Bryan's going to be slipping away in Q4 here. I think that was part of the the logic here. And be, just because it's not going to be Moxley,
0: I think they're going to do it with Mirror. This is my personal opinion, but I would not be surprised at all How about to this? see. We, we predicted that Brian Danielson is going to take off and go to Japan and probably do some stuff over there or maybe do some stuff other places. Lana shows up and interferes in this match. Yeah. I can go for a little schmoz. We're not going to have much schmoz in this, I don't think. I think this would be the one where we get a big old fat schmoz. Chris, thoughts on schmoz? So
2: schmoz is schmoz and, um, Yeah,
0: it, it all lines
2: up with my – It there's a couple of ways I feel about this, but I like the Miro winning and uh, Daniel Bryan taking a pow- – Daniel Bryan Danielson, Daniel Danielson taking a powder for a while, maybe going to Japan for a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then it sets up what I think is going to do at the end. What's going to happen at the end? So
0: what's going to happen again, yeah. guys?
2: Oh, I think I, so my logic being, I don't think you bring this dude back just to have him lose to Kenny Omega again. So I think Hangman Page is going to win the title That's and it so gives good. you a heel for him to go against because it doesn't make any sense having Hangman Page. Like, so I, I think my original thought process was always going to be. Kenny Omega said, "I will never give you another shot at this title." Now he has to if Brian Danielson wins, and he wins. But now he's wrestling Hangman Page, and if you fu- if you fucking have him beat Hangman Page, bring it. He go, he loses, go. Basically, he has wait, to who come are we talking about?
0: From, you lost me. Kenny, Ome- beating, Kenny Ken Omega. Kenny Omega's beating Hangman Page. Okay, you're saying in theory. Go right. ahead. Sorry
2: go ahead. about that. No. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So Hangman Page loses to Kenny Omega first, and basically he just says, "I didn't live up to my potential." has a big speech about not living up to his potential, whatever that was, that promo he cut a couple weeks ago. Then he comes back and he loses to Kenny Omega again. I don't put it past AEW to do that, but it just doesn't make any – it doesn't do anything for Hangman page. It makes him look like shit. Yeah, agreed. And I think it's time to get the title off of this dude. The dude's a fucking clown, and I'd much rather see – like if you say to me, you're going to get Kenny Omega versus Daniel Bryan in the title match – Okay, I've seen it, but I'd like to see that again. That's okay. Or you're gonna give me Hangman Page versus Miro. I've never fucking seen that, and I'd really like to see that fucking match.
0: Also, also, um, Kenny Omega is another guy that could go do Wrestle Kingdom too.
2: Exactly.
0: Right. So if you work that into it, you work that like real life. Them, those guys going to work other places for a little bit, and then coming back. Hangman Page, is your babyface. You get the biggest pop you've ever had. In your promotion, with Hangman winning, and then to have him lose immediately to Miro? Oh, my God. Everybody would hate Miro. They would hate him!
2: Can you imagine how great it would be to have Miro as the AEW fucking champion? It'd be amazing! Oh, my God. Redemption. Oh, God.
0: He'd be so good. He'd be talking about God again. He's no longer uh, forsaken. I got that shitty-ass title. Bobby Fish fights for. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Brandon? What do you think of our theorem?
1: Yeah, I think that's fantastic. I didn't even consider the fact that Hangman immediately taking
0: a dump, <sighs> Mirror defeats God himself. Yes. Oh my God. That'd be great. And I think I that guess, this might have been the plan to begin with, but Mox is out. I think Mox was heel turning too. But now Mox is out. You plug in Miro, who's already an established heel, whose promo's been fucking spectacular, who's just off the wall one of the fucking most powerful-looking dudes on professional wrestling right now. It's completely believable. I love it. I think it's great. Yeah, and it's just actually fun to see someone take control of their
1: own career, crush it, and be rewarded with the top spot that everyone feels like they're performing at. Right. Kenny Omega has been begging to slide back to number two or three in a
0: corny stable for months. Let's let him do it. Yeah, that doesn't. I mean, he can always come back and be fucking professional. You know, he can be the champ at any point. Get these guys off the top of the uh, roster. Start working with guys that you're starting to develop yourselves. And Hangman and Miro feuding for a while. That's fucking great. Yeah. I love it. That'd I'm all be board. fun. And then we get our, we we'll maybe eventually get our fucking, it doesn't make any sense. Like, we talked about um, Bray Wyatt, right? And we've discussed him just lightly, possibly taking over the, uh, the um, Dark Order. At this point, it doesn't seem like it makes much sense unless they split the Dark Order up. Like, him showing up in this pay-per-view makes no sense at any point. They really got to sell me on it. If he shows up for no reason, they haven't sold me on shit. I did notice that there's no um, Malachi Black on this card. There's no Andrade El Idolo, which might change depending on what's going on with uh, Dynamite and Rampage. But they're not on the card, and they've been involved in pretty big stories. There's no Cody. I don't know. There's some questions that need to be answered. to go. Yeah,
1: the farther Dark Order drifts away from seriousness, it makes less and less sense for him to do that. I I still refuse to look up what Budge is, no, and they won't, won't explain it, it to me, no. so I just don't know what they're talking it. about
0: week after week. I won't fucking do it. We didn't talk about it in on, on our review of the weekly. I'm not fucking talking about it. I don't give a shit. I didn't care about that match. I don't give a shit how athletic those people are. What's Budge? What is that? Oh, you gotta look at you gotta watch your fucking. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing this. I'm not losing my temper over fucking being late. I'm not doing it.
2: I've yeah, got enough real
0: world it, shit yeah. to lose my temper about. I don't fucking care. Go ahead, uh,
1: Yeah, exactly. But I don't see Bray Wyatt coming in here in any any meaningful way. So it makes me think that's not going to happen. Unless
0: there's, I mean, humor me. Andrade El Idolo has said that he has friends. Unless they build, which I hate this, but they do. It'd be stupid to ignore the fact that they all do know each other. There's they build up this Idolo, Malachi Black, Bray Wyatt faction, where you have these guys that are former WWE guys that come in. Now they're going to work together. I mean, I hate referencing the shit from the past, and I like them building up their own guys, but they love doing it, and they're not going to stop doing it. I wouldn't be against a, hey, we're way serious faction of El Idolo, Malachi Black, and and Bray Wyatt coming in. That's always, of course, we're assuming that Bray Wyatt is coming in at some point. Chris, I'd like to hear your thoughts on this. You haven't said anything in a while.
2: I I first of all, I think that they should really take the throttle off of the brilliant people in.
0: Well no, I agree. You know, I, I think they should
2: let that settle. I but, do agree I mean, with that. They might have you. already
0: signed these guys. That's the problem there. Well, yeah.
2: I do agree with you with the fact that I I I wouldn't be angry about a serious business faction. They this this uh company loves factions. Everybody's in one. Right I mean, um, even factions that make no sense like Jurassic Express and let's just throw Christian in there. Um, but that it would like you said, like to bring him in the Dark Order, why the Dark Order is fucking it's a comedy gimmick. it's it's and it's fucking useless. I mean, really, let's be honest. It, any any i mean colt is in it so it's a comedy game it's comedy you know budge evil uno and budge is, uh, evil Bunch. uno you know the most serious one in there is anna jay right is anna that jay, anna jay? yeah anna, anna jay, jay
0: and uh no ty conti oh,
2: oh uh, and ten uh,
0: the number tenman and um the dude that dressed up like kratos for halloween they're the only serious dudes in this fucking factory.
2: And then you have, well, you also have
0: um, Huber's wife. She's serious business. Um, She's oh, serious kid. business. The and the
2: kid, the kid is yeah. the kid is in it.
0: Holy fuck! But okay, continue. Sorry,
2: I got, but I got nothing. I really don't. I, I'm really kind of just out there with this. I don't know what they're going to do. I honestly think that if they're going to put something together for something serious together for uh, matches or anything involving Andrade or Malachi Black. You have a fucking week. They're not really involved in anything right, right now except for some Cody shit. Uh, I don't think Cody's stupid enough. I, I, he's not a stupid guy. And I think he knows he ain't fucking over. Right? Why would he put himself? I I can see him. The way he's behaving, like the the, the whispers you hear of his behavior behind the screens. And when I say whispers, I mean um, clips of behind the scenes on his Roads to the top. <laughs> it ain't like he ain't hearing what they're doing when he's fucking coming out. So I could see him saying, "I need to back the fuck off and not be on this pay per view."
0: I am um, before we, brandy you have any final thoughts on this? I mean, we're completely speculative <laughs> at this point. We're talking about shit that hasn't happened or maybe right. Never I'm trying to connect the dots here at the end of this.
1: So say that we get uh, Kenny's elite guys come in at the end of this match, the Dark Order comes in at the end of this pay-per-view hangman wins and then there's this like celebratory moment of adam page and the dark order and then you get your malachi black idolo and bray wyatt come out and there's some kind of face off where it's like a, the dark order are a f- the dark order is actually spooked by yeah. some kind of real dark presence that's right. now here and this is like a new storyline leading they could do something like that that's the only way i can i can surmise to wedge them wedge him into this paper
0: <laughs> yeah like a big win congratulations screwed over by them showing up and taking stealing the spotlight that would be that that would work
1: we forgot that we were supposed to be the the evil presence on the show, and now there actually is one. Yeah. Uh,
0: another match that we uh, maybe because it's a foregone conclusion uh, Dr. Britt Baker versus uh, Ty Conti. <laughs> oh my God. I didn't even know that was happening. <laughs> I, I totally skipped over because I was so excited to talk about Hangman versus Miro that I completely <laughs> skipped over it. Um, complete foregone conclusion. We're all assuming that Britt Baker's winning this, right? There's, yes. There's no way Ty Conti's winning this. If she does, I will. uh, On this podcast, I will. um, Let's see, what can I do that won't put me in a hospital? Uh, How about I'll eat an entire bag of Doritos? How's that?
2: As loudly as possible.
0: I don't eat Doritos. Everybody else is talking. Cool ranch. Oh, (laughs) I'm kind of allergic to peanut butter. I will eat a giant peanut butter. (laughs) Then you get to listen to me burp and fart the rest of the show.
2: All right.
0: Let's do it. Any uh, final thoughts on this? I'm out of gas. You're out of gas? Brandon, any final thoughts? I'm looking at the card, and I think
1: they've done a good job here building something that I'm actually interested in watching. So I'll give them that. I'm
0: stoked on it. I think it's good.
2: Good. When you look at – you look at any card, if you can pull out a few matches that you're going to like, that's good enough for me. They're
0: you know, rare, you're not going to like everything.
2: 100%. Right. And then you got some time to go take a shit.
0: Yep. And good eat time. Cool Ranch Doritos. Yes, Cool Ranch Doritos, a whole bag. All right. So uh, another thing I wanted to mention is uh, uh, Kenta's been calling out uh, CM Punk. for the, Kenta won the U.S. title recently, and um, he's calling out CM Punk. I mean, it could be nothing, but we'll see what happens. But i got to pee, so we got to get out of here. All right. All right. Uh, how's this work? Hold on. Sorry, I've been a little behind. But I'm on top of it now. All right, thanks for joining us this weekend. Uh, join us here every week at Wrestling Is Hard. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at HardNumber4Wrestling. Subscribe and follow. Tell your friends. And for Brandon and Chris, I am Jim. We'll be back here next week after AW. Full gear. Full draws. A poop full draws of poop. It's going to happen in a second. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Goodbye.